So today's daf is Samach Zayin, but we're behind, so we pick up at the last line of Samach Vav Amadalef, the Mishnah. And we're dealing with the husband appointing a shaliach, different languages he uses, um, when, when he says Kitru, we assume that it means Chnu, what if you don't exactly see him, and so on. Okay, so now last, the next Mishnah is going to turn to this issue about whether it has to be the people he appointed directly, or whether they can then hand over that responsibility to someone else. It's new to people give a get to my wife. So it's new, you can't give it unless you write it. So obviously that includes writing it. Or he says to three people, um, get you write again and give it to my wife. Then it has to be they themselves who are doing who are doing it. Okay, now but here's the exception, and here we see why the Mishnah divided the case of Kisru from Kisru Tnu uh, from Tnu, excuse me, from Kisru Tnu, because if he says to three, give a get to my wife. So without the kitvu, the, I, the thinking is, or the assumption is that without the kitvu, tnu means to some degree take the responsibility to see that it is given, or it could mean that, right? Because you're not specifically indicating every action that needs to be done. So therefore, the, the assumption of the mission is, well, when it's two, nevertheless, we're not going to interpret that way. Because two are the, the people, you know, they're not a body that normally delegates responsibility. They would be the people to do it themselves. But three is a basin. And a basin could be understood as a body that supervises things and not that necessarily does things personally. So when you say kisru new to the three people, then you're talking then, then you're co- being very concrete about the actions. And you mean that they themselves have to do it. Okay? Well, presumably what it means is, is that, well, yes, I mean, we're going to see in the Gemara, uh, or the end of the Mishnah, if you don't say kulchem, you say to a group of people, you don't say kulchem, it means from among you. So two people would sign it, one person would give it, the Gemara is going to discuss who actually, right, who actually has to do the scribing, but nevertheless it has to be done by some, some, some distribution of the three of them. However, if you say the three tnu, and you're not specifically identifying the concrete actions that need to be done, then that's interpreted as to supervise, make sure that it's done, being given over the responsibility to a based in, and then they can appoint someone. So, they are able to say to other people they don't have to and, they can, and other people can write it he made them into a beitin and gave them that role because that's according to Rebbe Sarim. and this is the halacha that Rebbe Hanina Yishono brought from the prison and Raji says it means from the in the name of Rebbe Akiva who is being held in prison because of you know because of the uh, edicts the Roman edicts I have a tradition presumably saying this in the name of Rebbe Akiva that if somebody said that you say to three people, give a get to my wife, um, that he can, uh, give, they can give that over, over to other people. Because he made them into says, We said to the shaliach, Nominu is a interesting, it just means Amarnu, but it's like an archaic uh, um, version of that word. We said to the shaliach, yeah, that's your tradition? Let me tell you what my tradition is. My tradition is, even when you to say to the high court in Jerusalem, to new get li give a get to my wife, he didn't say kisru, and obviously they're a bastin, it's not just any three people, they're clearly a bastin, and you know, you wouldn't assume the ba- these like you said to the Supreme Court, you wouldn't assume the justices would then start taking out parchment and start like writing themselves. Nevertheless, that's what you said. So 
So if they want to, if they want to do it, and they want to get get to get to your wife, you know what they have to do? They have to learn how to write a get and write it themselves. And well, they don't have to. You can always appoint other people. But if but but if the get is going to be given through this appointment, it can only be given through they themselves doing it directly. Okay, they can always reject it. Say, you know what? Because you told me to do it, I have to no, do no, it. Meaning they can't say, "All right, we'll supervise it." Correct. That's his point. His point is he rejects the earlier psak of the Mishnah, and even if it's clearly a basin and clearly that was your intent, it seems, or it, we don't really care about the intent. Maybe the words you said were you should write it, and therefore, or you should give it, and that means you have to do it personally. Okay. Um, now, now switching gears, the, the, which relates to the earlier part of the Mishnah, but it's a different point. If you say to ten people, "Kisvu tenu get lishti," write again and give it to my wife. Okay, and then since you say "kisvu," clearly you did not mean to give the, oh, that they supervise. You meant they should do it themselves. So the question is, what do you do when you say it to more than just one person? How is that interpreted? So echad kotei b'shtayim chutzmin. It means among you, you have to write and give a get to my wife. I don't need all of you to do it. One person can write it. The other person can give it. Okay, well, what two people sign it? One person gives it. Lusika, I'm sorry. Chulchen kisu if he says over explicitly all of you write again then echad kolim kolim chosmin one writes and they all sign um, and because that's now the question is but they're not all writing which is, there has to be does now this is going to be the first question the Gemara asks which we've sort of been alighting which is how much does the word kisu here mean sign and how much does it mean actually scribe the get itself okay um, but it certainly seems from the Mishnah that Kisu's fundamental meaning is signing because it has all of them have to sign and only one of them has to write. But not necessarily because all of them can sign. Write signatures, you can just add signatures. Whereas I suppose, you know, it's like when they write a Sefer Torah, you're going to fill in a little letter because you made paper. I suppose many, multiple people could write, but it's just not practical and you don't, it's not really the same type of a phenomenon. So in that case, even if the Kisu Kulchem is, is means about the writing of the get, not the signing, or also means the writing of the get, um, nevertheless, we're going to interpret it that one person writes on behalf of all of them. What we're going to say, not to ruin the surprise, but what we're going to say in the Gemara is, is that they all have to be physically present. When he doesn't say kulchan, he just means among you. So seven people can leave and two people can take care of it. But when he says all of you, so all to sign is obvious, everybody signs. All to write means everybody is present, it's sort of like a shaliach tibor. You know, everybody is present and one person represents the group and is si- writing it for the group. One minute with if one of them dies, the get is no good, because I demanded, I required, thank you, that everybody be part of the writing of the get. Again, what you see here, by the way, that's interesting is, I mean, we've seen this before, but it's worth pointing out, is how much the husband controls about this process. Meaning, he can actually determine, right, it's that, that this is a puzzle get, because it was not done according to exactly his wishes. You might have said, you know, whatever, there's only one type of get, in, get it has a particular text, it's signed by two witnesses, right? So, you know, you could sort of say, I refuse to make somebody a shaliach to give it, but how do you mevatel the get? And again, we see that the das and the rutzon of the husband is really central to the shaping what is the nature of the get itself. And if he wants to get in a particular way, and it's not done in that way, then the get itself is batel. Yes. You got a question? Are we, are we saying that if um, more than one person wrote the actual document, it would mm-hmm. be a valid get? 
Uh, yeah, that could be, sure. But the Mishnah doesn't imagine that that's a practical thing. So we're going to interpret all of you right, if it's talking about the scribing, the way the Gemara is going to clarify, is that everybody's present and one person writes. But all of you sign, or to the degree that the word write includes signing, which it does seem so in this Mishnah, then that's easy. Everybody just affixes their signature. Okay. All right, so let's take a look at the Gemara. Amar of Yirmiyat Bar Abba. They sent from the yeshiva of Rav to Shmuel, which is just a fascinating phenomenon in itself, too. Because, I mean, why didn't they, why didn't they ask this question to Rav? Okay, I don't know. Maybe it was on vacation. Maybe it was, I, mean, I was sick. Anyway, or maybe, I don't know. You know, maybe it was after. I don't actually know who died first. You know, whether Rav died before. Anyway, it's fascinating that the, because Rav and Shmuel were contemporaries, generally assumed to be of, like, equal stature. And here they're sending from the yeshiva of Rav to Shmuel the following question. Let our master teach us. If you say to two people, right, and remember, two is, de- is not a based in regardless. It has to be they themselves. So you say to two people, But they didn't write it. They had a sofa write it, and they signed it. What's the halacha? Because basically what they are asking is, that when, you, they, when you say kisvu, and they have to do it themselves, does kisvu mean the writing of the get, or does it mean the signing of the get? Okay? And especially since the emphasis here, you know, shnaim chosmin, Amr with Shnayim, you know, Kisugetli Clearly, the reason you need two is because you need two witnesses. All right? But that's the question. Does it also mean that the writing has to be done by they themselves? Okay, so Shalchulahu, he sends back to them, Vadavatar Talmud. You know what? She has to, Tetzay means like if presumably if she got remarried on the basis of this get, she can't stay with her with her second husband because it's a questionable get in that case, but I need to look into it more. I'm not sure that it's not good, but it's a suffix get in that case. Okay, whether they own if they didn't do the actual scribing themselves. So Maya Davatarak Talmud, what do you have to investigate? So Ilema Mishum, David Mili, Umisafkalan Mili, Minsun Lushliachi, Lominsun Lushiach. This is going to be our basic theme for the ne- for the remainder of the Daf. Are words given over to a Shaliach? What that means is a, a Shlichus that does not come with a physical, concrete thing. For example, remember when the husband makes a shaliach to deliver get to his wife, he's giving the shaliach a physical get. So for that shaliach, if that shaliach gets sick, you might remember cases where the shaliach got sick and he appointed another shaliach to take his place. That he's able to do because somehow the physical get sort of embodies the agency and that could be handed over. Okay, but if the woman appoints a shaliach to receive a get for her and that shaliach gets sick, it's not so obvious that he can, or not only not so obvious, you know, it seems very questionable whether he can appoint a shaliach to take his place because he only has a verbal um, sort of uh, you know appointment and there's nothing there, and therefore he might not be in a position to pass that over for you to be represent the woman you know you need to hear it directly from the woman for me who I'm only her agent for me I don't have that authority to pass over and to make you an agent in her stead if I had that physical get that represents my role or whatever then the act of giving over the get sort of that can create that sense of agency but words alone cannot necessarily be passed on you know, a verbal is appointment cannot necessarily be passed on. So that's the question by a woman's shaliach Kabbalah making another shaliach Kabbalah, And it's also the issue about appointing shlichim to write a get before the get exists. Okay? So the question is, if I tell these two people, write a get for my wife, um, and uh, they, they can't have somebody else do it in their stead, because that's a melee, it's verbal, and it's a limit, it's not given over for them to pass on. Now that
that, by the way, is pretty much the presumption of the entire Mishnah. Right? The entire Mishnah is, if I said you guys write it, then I mean like only you, and you can't pass it on to somebody else. Okay? And that's, so let's take a look what the, how the Gemara sort of frames this issue. There's a third presumption, like let's say these guys don't know how to write, and you know that. But, you know. Right, so that's going to be where the Gemara is going to go. So let's take a look. So if the question whether they can have somebody else write it, scribe it, I'll use that word to make it clear. If the question whether they can have somebody else scribe it is whether they can pass on their agency to somebody else, their verbal agency. Now, of course, that would be funny because if that was the question, they should also be able to pass on the agency to sign to get, right? It wouldn't be a distinction between writing and signing. But anyway, if that's your question, yes, he meant for them to scribe it. But the question that's being asked is, can they pass that on to somebody? else. The Hamar Shmuel, but Shmuel says, Amarav, Halach Reb Yossi, we rule like Reb Yossi in our Mishnah. Reb Yossi in our Mishnah says, even the base in Agadol Shibu Shalayim, right, has to do it themselves. So, Reb Yossi clearly holds as a fundamental thing, there is no way an agency can be passed on. You know, you, it sounds that that might have been the assumption of the Rebbe, of the Tanakam as well, but clearly that's Rebbe, Meir, uh, Re, uh, Rebbe Yossi's position. And so he says, so Shmuel himself says, we rule like Reb Yossi, Damar Mili Lomenshon Lishliach, a verbal agent cannot be passed on, even if it's to the base in a gadol. And if that's how Yishmuel rules, so how could they have had somebody else scribe it? So, Elo Yishmuel Hakami Baile. No, no, no. Yishmuel knows that you can't pass on a verbal agency. But here's the question about having somebody else scribe it. Haik Sovu, when, when the husband says, write it, Iksav Yadon, Iksav Haget. Does he mean scribe it? Or does he, I mean, does he mean sign it? Or does he mean scribe it? Okay? So, the, so if he means scribe it then they can't have somebody else scribe it for them if he means sign it then we're going to see in a minute they're not taking their appointment and passing it on then as Michael said if I just told you guys sign it and I didn't say scribe it then implicitly what I'm saying is find somebody to sign the, to write the get so you're not take, passing on your agency you're essentially just communicating to a third party my appointment of that third party you got that? Okay, so that's going to be the point. Alright? So, Iksav Yad and Iksav Get. Fetiv Shalemi Matnisin. Learn it from our Mishnah. Amar Lishnaim Tenu Get Tenu Get Lishti. Oh, so Shakisu Tenu Get Lishti. Haremu Yichtivu Yitnu. So it says that they have to write it. So it sounds like you're appointing them to scribing it themselves. No. Haguva Kami Bayale. No, that is ourself is our question. Ksovu, when it says in the Mishnah that they have to write it, Ksav Yadanu, does it mean that they have to, to, to sign it? Oh, Ksav does it mean that they have to scribe it. That's what we want to know. Our mission talks about writing and delivering. To what degree does that mean signing? Or to what degree does that also mean scribing? Now, um, so, now, well, also, the really point is that the proof should have been from the end of the Mishnah. Because the end of the Mishnah says if you say to ten people, it says one of them writes it and, ten, and, and two of them sign it. So it sounds like, no, but besides that you could have said Chismu, but it sounds like that, that somebody in that group has to be the scriber. Right? You cannot have to be right, the scribe. Right? They, so it's not exactly clear, but anyway, that's the Gemara's question. Okay? So now the Gemara still wants to understand. Okay, fine, but let's say you didn't mean scribe it. How could you get somebody else to do it? Right? So the Gemara says, um, uh, okay. Um, say, um, I'm going to, uh, 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 uh,
Tani Seifa, I'm Reb Yossi, no minu v'shaliach, af anu mikubalim, shafilu amal v'beisim gadol shibur shalayim, s'nugat lishi, sheyilmu d'v'yichtu v'yidu, even if the basin of gadol, they would have to learn how to do it. So, i'yamartak b'shle m'ksava gedu, if you said it means the scribing of the get, so, shapia, we can understand that you could be on the basin and not know how to scribe a get. Okay, that's a different... You know how to do it. You know 70 languages? Well, okay. But anyway, maybe. Anyway, but at least we could make sense of it. If all it meant was to sign it, so how could you say, oh, they'll have to learn how to sign, put, sign their signatures and sign it, right? It's obviously absurd that that's not what the Mishnah means. So it's a pretty darn good proof that the Mishnah means the actual scribing. So the Gemara, though, is Doha this. Yes! There could be a brand new basin that has yet to learn how to sign their names. I don't know. There's a basin of Gadot Shibur Shalayim just sworn in. A totally new basin of Gadot Shibur Shalayim. Actually, now with the whole thing about Scalia dying, I was looking up some things about like what are the you know criteria about being a Supreme Court justice, and I was reminded that in the Constitution there are no criteria. No, you don't have to even like know the law. You know, anybody can be a Supreme whoever they're about. I mean, you have to go through, through be approved by the Senate or whatever. But anyway, okay. Anyway, so okay, it's a bad answer, but. We're still asking our question. Maybe it just means sign and it doesn't mean scribe. Okay. So now the Gemara says like this. The East Virulan, the High Ksovu Ksav Yodanhu, one minute, but if Ksovu means sign it and it does not mean scribe it and therefore they can have somebody else scribe it haksav get kasher but so that they can have somebody else do the, do the scribing v'hamar shmuel amarav amarabi halach reb yosi damar milu how have you gotten and I've already answered this question for you but the Gemara is saying, now finally coming back and saying how did you get around your mealy problem they're still finding another person and having that other person scribe it so the Gemara says amri look if when he says right it means sign it, and they were telling these two to sign it and not to and not to scribe it. Ksav haged when it comes to the scribing, naser keomer imru. It's like say um, say to them to say to others. And Yosi would agree by Omer means the Baal says to the two people, Imru, say to somebody else that this is what they should do. Alright, which means that there's two issues. One is the question of maybe for somebody to be my Shaliyah. Now this could be a question in Shlichus and Kola but it's particularly an issue about Get with this strong emphasis of Lishma and the Baal and the Baal's Das controlling it, which I mentioned before. So let's at least raise this question by Get or what the Halach in general Shlichus is it? Is a separate level of a as a separate question, but at least by a get you could say for somebody to be my shaliach in the writing or the signing or the giving, then they have to hear it directly from me, okay? And therefore that sort of sense of creating that direct connection with me is necessary. Maybe you could make a distinction. Maybe that's necessary for the writing because the pasuk says the kas of law say for kritut. So maybe for the for him to for it to be like my writing, maybe you have to hear directly from me. Maybe other things signing maybe less so. Okay, who knows? But that's one idea which is for him to really represent me and to be a real appointment he has to hear it directly from me that would be a position that Omer Imru is no good I can't even say to Michael Michael you know uh, go tell Jenna to write the get for me okay because even though effectively I am really appointing Jenna not in her presence right I mean I then and Michael is just sort of just informing her but that wouldn't be good because for her to be my 
scribe, she has to hear it directly from me. That's a position that Omer Imru is no good. But you could easily understand, no, 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 that's okay. I appointed Jenna, Michael's just telling her. Okay? But the other, but, but the next level is, I'm saying to Michael, Michael, you write the get for me. And Michael's saying, you know, I really don't have time. I'm going to ask Jenna to do it for me. Then, that's a much bigger question. I didn't appoint Jenna. Does he have the authority to appoint her to represent, to take over his shlichus? That's whether Mili is Mimsu and Lishmiach. So what the Gemara says is a very reasonable sort of split sock on this, which is Shmur could hold, Mili lo Mimsu and Lishmiach. If I appointed you, you've got to do it yourself. You do not have the authority to pass it on. Again, if it's a physical get, that might, the get might represent your authority and maybe that could be passed on. But in this case, it's just words. You don't have that authority. But Omer Imru is okay. If I'm telling you to inform someone, they don't have to hear it directly from me. So if Sovu means sign it, I tell the two people sign the get, Okay, what I'm implicitly saying is find someone to write it. That a person you're going to find to write it will be my shaliach. You'll inform that person. But you're being told now, Omer Imru, you're being told to find that person. That would be good. Okay, so that is the question. When you say the two write a get, does it mean sign it and they can find someone to write it? Or does it mean, you know, write it and they have to write it themselves? Yes? What? The delivering they would have to do, because I said Kisu Tnu. Yeah, I said Kisu Tnu. The only thing is that the only question is what's the scope of the word Kisu, okay? Right. That's the question. So let's take a look now as Mark well, continues. If you means make sure it gets delivered either. And you can point to other people to do it. Well, we might say it in the case of three people and so on when you just said Tnu. Okay, but right. But normally we wouldn't. No, Correct. Why are we not saying the same thing? Uh, to, because those word kisu could have a scope to mean chismu and then I haven't appointed you to write yeah, no, I understand alright so that's the question but on the other hand we have you saying to two people right it was really about writing and I you know anyways that, that's the question okay so the matter says like this okay um, does Rabbi Yossi really agree that Omer Imru is okay the Hachina we talk in the Mishnah if you have something that only has an aid echad but it has the handwriting of the sofer so does the fact that it always has the handwriting of the I know so the so sofa isn't the aide you have a, a different person who's the aide okay maybe it means and the question is can you say the sofa implicitly is an aide because his actual writing of the get is implicitly testifying to what's being written down is that good kasher that's kasher that's one version of the Mishnah but Rebimia says chasam sofa shaninu by the way this is the, you know the, you know the chasam sofa and you know what his son who called his sofa the chasam sofa so it's basically from this Gemara. Oh, really? Yeah, sure, of course. Chassam Sofer, Chassam Sofer. So anyway, Chassam Sofer Shaninu. No, no, no. It's not, no, this, it's the handwriting of the, of the Sofer would not be good. The question is, the, sof, the Sofer was one of the Edim plus another aid. That's what the Mishnah is saying. That's Kasher. Okay, that doesn't seem like a Kiddush at all. Okay. And our Mishnah over there is going like Reb that says words are not given over to a Shaliach. So now, we're going to, now that, no, we're going to see why. We're going to see how that's at all relevant. Okay, so the Gemara is going to spell it out. Okay, so let's keep on reading the Gemara. The Now, for Yosi would agree that Omer Imru would be okay to uh, inform somebody, as you know, that I've appointed them. So, Navkamina Chorba, you know, destruction will come out of it. It'll be terrible. What will be terrible? So, I'll say to two people, I'll say to them, go tell the Sofer, that's Omer Imru, right? Go tell the Sofer to write it and tell Ruven and Shimon to sign it. 
the But now these these people that I made these messengers to uh, inform the proper proper people because I'm allowed to make them messengers to inform people, right? Because Omer Imer is okay. Everybody with me? So if Omer Imer is okay, I've appointed somebody, Michael, to go find a sofa, find get so and so as a sofa, and get Reuven and Shimon as the witnesses. Now Michael says the sofer is going to be offended. He's going to say, what, you had to get two other witnesses? I'm, I'm good enough to write again. I'm not good enough to sign it. You don't think I'm a kosher aide? So because Michael is so, under, is so concerned about the, about the embarrassment of the sofer, he's afraid. And he'll, he'll change my shlichus a little bit. And he'll say to the sofer, you be an aide and I'll get Ruvain and I'm not going to get Shimon. Okay? Um, um, whatever. Um, now, and I didn't say that so the get is puzzle but people will think the get is kosher so the, basically what the Gemara is saying is that a chsam sofer of aid to us we can easily imagine a scenario where the sofer wasn't intended to be an aid but he was made an aid because you were, embar- you were afraid to tell him that you know to, to get other people the Gemara imagines that that's a, com- a, a likely scenario and therefore the Gemara says there's no way we would allow this get to be good because we'd have to be concerned about that scenario you know the only way we wouldn't have to be concerned about that scenario is if the husband had to appoint people directly. Is if Omer Emer was no good and the husband had to appoint people directly, there would be no concern that the message would have been misrepresented. Alright? So that's why we said Chsam Sofer Ve'ed is Rebbe Yossi. It presumed that according to Rebbe Yossi, everybody here had to hear everything straight from the husband. And then Chsam Sofer is not going to be a problem. But if it's a way that I can tell somebody to tell other people, so how do we allow Chsam Sofer? Right? That could easily be that they got embarrassed and it wasn't what I intended. So the Gemara says, um, no, Kivan Mar, came to Israel. Since we say, yes, it is kosher, Chsam Sofer, but it is, should never do something like this. Okay, we'll see why. Not because of this concern. There's another concern that will come out at the bottom of the, that the Gemara is going to raise at the bottom of the Daf. But for whatever reason, we say that, yes, but the evidence is kosher, but you should never do this thing, which means that if the Sofer is told you're going to sign it plus one other aid, then the Sofer should refuse. Not only should the husband not appoint anybody, but the Sofer should refuse to do that type of a thing. So once that's true, um, we're not afraid that, you know, this bad scenario will come out about it. Okay? So we try to say that this scenario works Chassam Sofer because they have to hear it directly from the husband, which proves that Rabbi Yossi says Omer Imru is not good. And the Gemara says, no, maybe Omer Imru is good, and I understand the scenario you're concerned about, but since people aren't supposed to do this anyway, and the Sofer shouldn't listen in such a scenario, so it's not such a big deal. So the Gemara says, one minute. The Gemara says, the Leichush, I'm not done, says the Gemara, because here's another possibility. Let's say, he doesn't say, get Ruven and Shimon to sign. I say to Ruven and Shimon, I directly appoint them, and I say, you guys sign, just find somebody else to, um, um, to, to, to be the sofer. The Azli, so that presumably, the Gemara assumes, is not a lotasa that came to Israel. We'll see later at the bottom of the daf that when I have you find, get every, I, I don't appoint anybody directly, that's a lotasa that came to Israel. But we're assuming this case, where I've appointed the aiding directly, okay, but just had them find a sofer, we assume that would be okay. 
Okay, but that's still going to be a problem. What's the problem going to come out of it? Okay, and we, so these people go, So they decide, so human decides, look, the sofa is going to be embarrassed. I won't sign it. Let's just have the sofa be one of the signatures. And the husband didn't say that. So again, if Reb Yossi did not hold of Omer Imru, and he had, he had to hear everything straight from the husband, everybody had to hear everything straight from the husband, this scenario wouldn't happen. But if the sofer can be appointed not in his presence, there's still a concern of this scenario. And we assume that this is a likely scenario, because I'm appointing at least the aid him directly. So the Gemara says, no, no, that also, you're not allowed to do that either, we're not concerned about it. So the Gemara says, one minute, we're going to see at the bottom of the daf that this is debated. If I directly appoint the witnesses, but ask them to find somebody who, to write it, there's, there, there's, there's one that says, I shouldn't do I'm not allowed to do that and the sofa shouldn't listen and there's others that say I am allowed to do that so if I am allowed to do that Michael Amar, what can you say so we're back to our question how do you allow Hassam sofa the aid aren't we assume that that's a scenario where they maybe by, because of embarrassment got the sofa to sign it wasn't what the husband wanted so if Rabbi Yossi says that everything has to be heard directly from the husband it's not a concern but if Rabbi Yossi allows for Omer Imru if Rabbi Yossi allows for for, for the appointment not to be heard directly from the husband, then we cannot understand how we allow some sort of aid, why we're not concerned about the scenario that we just described. So the Gemara says, okay, Ella, you're right. Fine, fine. Rabiosi Tarti Amar. Rabiosi says both. Rabiosi says you can't have, pass on an appointment, and you can't even inform somebody of an, appoint, uh, of an, of, of an appointment that the husband made. Mililo Mimsarin and Omer Imru is no good. And that's why Chassam Sofer is okay. Because according to Rabiosi, all the players have to have heard it directly from the husband. Now, just pause here a moment. You know why that actually makes an enormous amount of sense? Because going back to the Mishnah, remember, why are we pinning the, all of this whole position on Mili on the Mishnah? Because in the Mishnah, it was Rabbi Yossi who said that you could tell the based in Agada Yerushalayim and they would have to do it themselves. Now, in that case, I think we could all agree that implicitly, that's Omer Imru. Implicitly, you did not basically want them to do it themselves or needed them to do it themselves. You implicitly meant, guys, can you supervise it, right? But nevertheless, Rabbi Yossi says, I don't care. They're the only ones who can do it, which is a clear point of you, they, the, the only people who can do the get are the people who heard it straight from the husband. And even if you gave it to the based in, I don't care how much you wanted them to pass that on, they're the only ones who heard it from you and they're the only ones who can write it. Okay? So that's Rabbi Yossi's position. You can't pass on an appointment, but not only that, Omer Imru is no good. You can't even ha- inform somebody that they're to do it. The, hus- the only people who can do it is the people that the husband directly appointed. That's Rabbi Yossi's position. Yes? Different underpinning reasons, right? You can't pass on the word because, because you don't want that done. But Omer Imru is like a perversion of the message. Um, yeah, but even if, even, even, no, no, the, the distorting message was a concern by the Chassam Sofer. But the, but, but the problem of Omer Imru is, as I was saying before, is a specific issue that to be, to represent the husband, particularly in the issue of a get, it has to come through direct appointment. Okay, that's why Omer Imru is no good. So, even if there's no question. Oh, that's different than... Then, then Neely's? 
Because Neely is that I appointed here, well, Michael's in here, but I appointed Michael, and Michael might not be empowered to pass on that, that appointment. Whereas if I appointed Jen and just asked Michael to tell her, I have done the appointment of Jen, but it wasn't direct. I didn't, I didn't and because we were, I was not directly communicating that to her, she, that, then that's not a good shlichus. Okay? So Omer Imru, if that's no good means, somebody can only represent the husband if they're directly appointed by the husband. Neely means if you're the one that was given the agency, you don't have the authority to pass it on. Alright? So those are two conceptually different things. You got it? <laughs> you're processing? It's a fine distinction. It is, but you certainly understand the Imru. One issue is I've appointed Jenna not in her presence. Think about it this way. Can you make a shaliach shalob befanov? Omer Imru is saying you cannot make a shaliach shalob befanov. At least by get. Okay? Neely is saying you can make a shaliach shalob befanov, but if you cannot pass on the shlichos that you were given. Okay? So, um, that's the, so anyway, so, so Rabbi Yossi holds both, and that's why the Beis Nagado, Biyushalayim, would have to be the ones to write it themselves. Alright? Um, so, Ella, Rabbi Yossi, Tarti Ka'amar. The Shmuel, but Shmuel, he's the one that splits the vote. Shmuel says, if you're given the agency, you can't pass it on. Mili lo mimsarin. But if you can't, Omer Imru is okay. You can appoint the Shaliach Shalob Befanov. Okay, so therefore, back to Shmuel's question. Remember Shmuel's question? When you said to two people, write a get, do you mean write or sign? So if you meant sign, yes, if you mean sign, then what you're saying is, uh, you know, you can find whoever you want to do the writing and that's essentially Omer Imru because whoever you find I'm okay with that person I'm appointing the person that you find to do the writing okay and that would actually be okay and therefore that's what Shmuel wants to know if I meant just sign it so they can't hand over the signing but they could hold but they could find somebody to describe it because that's Omer Imru and Omer Imru is okay alright everybody good yes alright moving on <laughs> Jonathan you seem a little a little stuck <laughs> No, that is not correct. I mean, it is true that the Gemara came up with that because of the Sam Sofer issue, but that is, I would say, that's a secondary issue. The primary issue is whether you can have Shlichus Shalom Befanov, right? To be represent the person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So try to bracket that sidebar of the Sam Sofer. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. Gufa. Let's go back to that statement. Amr Shmuel, Amr Rebbe, Halak Reb Yosi, Damar Milo Mimsar Lushliach. We rule like Reb Yosi. I'm the son of Reb Shimba Rebbe. So Reb Shimba, the son of Rebbe, said, who right? Because now Shmuel is saying this in the name of Rebbe. So Reb Shimba and Rebbe's son said, I don't get you're reporting that my father Paskins like Reb Yosi. By the way, right? If we assume that right, the Mishnah, which was authored, right, edited by Rebbe, like it sounds like the Mishnah, the weight of the Mishnah is that you know you can pass it on, right? You can t- you know tell three people to new and they can pass it on, right? Rabbi Yossi sort of, you know, you got Rebbe Mayer, you got this report from Rebbe Akiva, right? So that's, so it's not exactly clear which way the Mishnah was coming out. So here's what Rebbe's son says. Given that in this Mishnah we've learned that both Rebbe Mayer and Hanina Ishono reporting from Rebbe Akiva from prison who disagree with Rebbe Yossi and say that if you say to a based in Tnu that they can then, that they can delegate that because you've basically given them the authority to delegate. So Mara Rebbe, Lomar Lach Rebbe Yossi. Why did? Why are you saying that my father? You know what motivated my father to pass him like Rebbe Yossi? Um, so Amar Lo. So he said to him, 
Silent, my son, silence. You've never, you never saw Rabbi Yosi. You weren't Zoha to have seen Rabbi Yosi. He had already passed on. Had you ever seen him, you would realize that that his reason is with him. So, meaning, and this is a famous phrase, which is which means that anything Rabbi Yosi said was backed by like very strong, thought-out reason, and there's a presumption that we paskin like Rabbi Yosi. Okay? The general and this is from Avos to Rabbi Nathan. Easy Ben Yehuda Hayamona Shvachan Shel Chachamim. So here's a nice change of tone or pace. Rabbi Yosi Ben Yehuda would list the praise of the sages. The, the interesting little like descriptors of the of the sages. Rabbi Meir Chacham the Sofer. Rabbi Meir was a sage, was wise, and he actually happened to be a scribe. Interesting because we're talking about scribes. Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda Chacham Lucheshi Yirtze. A wonderful compliment. <laughs> he was very wise when he wanted to be. Okay. Rashi says, well, he took the time to think things through, whatever. He'd be very wise. Maybe he didn't always do it. Now, in the side, it's quotes from the Aruch that says, Kishem Mifateach Svatav, who wrote Shammah Dabrim. So I'm wondering if he's reading Yeratsevim. I don't know. I don't know the grammar, but we have that in modern Hebrew, right? Lahartzot means to give a lecture, right? Yes? Everyone knows that? No, Lahartzot, anybody know Mount Hebrew? I'm pretty sure it means to give a lecture, right? So I'm wondering if the Aruch is reading that, that he was a Chacham when it came to opening up the, di- the, the, the discourse. But anyway, Rashi says it means when he would stop to think things through, he could be very wise. Rabbi Tarfon was a pile of nuts, which means what? Which means like of like walnuts or something. It means imagine you got this big pile of nuts and you take one. What happens? They all collapse, fall down. So Rabbi Tarfon, you start asking him something and then he says, and then this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and like it all comes pouring out when you, you know, whatever you ask him about. Uh, no, it's a compliment, but it just sort of means like, you know, uh, yeah, I know, it sounds a little funny, but it means like, you just get him started and like everything comes flooding out, okay? It says, Shvachan Shachachamim. Rabbi Yishmael Chanut Miyuzenet. Rabbi Yishmael was a, was a, was a stocked store. Okay, anything you wanted, he, he, he can, you know, he has all the information to give you. You know, apparently he knows where everything is located. Um, Okay. Rabbi Akiva Utser Balum. Rabbi Akiva is a warehouse that is Balum. Now Rashi tells us to debate exactly what the word means, but essentially it means divided into compartments. And in Avos Rabbi Nassim, it explains what this means as uh, interesting in terms of Rabbi Akiva, because normally, if you would ask me, right, to say that you're a warehouse basically just means that you have a lot of knowledge. Whereas by Rabbi Akiva, we normally associate him with his creativity, right? I would have sort of said, like, you know, there's another mission, Pirkei Avod. I forget what that other mission says about Rabbi Akiva, but like, the obvious, the obvious, uh, and, um, um, so the image that I would naturally associate with Rabbi Akiva is the Mayan Hamitkaber image, you know? There are all, all this tremendous creativity. So what is it that it's a, he's a storehouse? So the remainder of, of, of Rabbi Nassim there clarifies it means that when he would learn from his Rebbeim, right, they would teach him, like when you learn Gemara, like it would all be mixed up. Midrash Halacha, analysis, Mishnah, it would all be like, he'd, he'd learn it all together. And then he would come home and he'd like sort it all out into the right compartment. Because, by the way, you know, the Midrash Halacha, the Sifra, the Sifrei, whatever, were edited by the students of Rabbi Akiva, right? And, you know, Rabbi Shmuel has parallel ones. So, basically, he took in all this information and he systematized it. 
It's sort of like the Rambam, right? To think, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like, you know, think about the, 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 the prodigious feat that is you take a look at this entire corpus and you reorganize and systematize it. So that's what Rabbi Akiva did. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri kupat harochlim. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri was like the uh, was like the basket of the uh, you know of the merchants that they who would go to town to town and they'd have all these different wares to sell. I'm not exactly sure how that's different from the chanut from the packed store. I guess uh, I guess it's smaller. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, not just your standard, not your staples. Oh, that's a nice idea. Okay, so it had the more unusual items. Oh, I like that. Okay, Rabbi Eliezer ben he was like the spice merchant. So Rashi says that's basically just the same idea, except it's a little bit smaller, is what Rashi said. <laughs> okay. Mishnah's Rebbe Eliezer and Yaakov Kav The teaching of Rebbe Eliezer and Yaakov is only a Kav, it's a small measure, but it's a very clean measure. Okay, so he doesn't say a lot, he doesn't have a lot of things that he teaches, but what he teaches is very well, sort of like, you know, sifted and very clean and very, you know, very, uh, so it's like very pure. Um, so presumably the presumption might be therefore that the few things he does say we would go like them and Rabbi Yossi Nimuko Imo Rabbi Yossi his reason is with him which uh, it's funny because you don't have the reason in the Mishnah and if anything you ask me right the lo- more logical reason is with Rabbi Meir and uh, you know and uh, you know and Rabbi Hanina here who have reported it from Rabbi Akiva Yiteo Beisim B'Yoshalayim Tnugel Ishi the logic I would say would be that they can they, that they can appoint someone but anyway Nimuko Imo Rabbi Yes. Oh, so the law is with him. That's a nice explanation. So it's just a way of saying we pass him like Rebiosi. Yeah. We don't know why, but we pass him like Rebiosi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's authoritative. Um, he actually said in the Mishnah that he had a different tradition. Okay. Rebbi Shimon grinds a lot. And, 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 and only comes out with a little. Now that sounds like an insult, okay? But the Gemara is going to say what it means. We're going to explain that. Tana, Mishkach Kima, Mishakech Kima, he only forgets a little bit of his learning. So Motzi doesn't mean he produces a little, it means he, he, he expels a little, he gets rid of a little, okay? He only forgets a little bit. And the stuff that he forgets, is anyway, is the brand, is the stuff he should have forgotten, okay? So, all right. Benai and Reb Shimon says to his students, my, 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 my children, Shanumi um, dosai, learn my, uh, you know, my, my, uh, my, my attributes, or the way Rashi says it means, you may, that might mean like learn how, my, my, my method, my methodology. Rashi also says it means like just learn my teachings, like learn what I've taught you. Shemi dosai, trumos mi, trumos mi akiva. Because they are the, like, you know, the, uh, the, the, the best of the best of the, of the, of the, of the teachings or of the uh, methods of Rebbe Akiva. Okay, so that was a nice little break. Anyway, we pass him like Rebiosi. Now, do we pass him like Rebiosi in both aspects, right? That Mili Lo and Omer Imru is no good? It sounds like it, because if Omer Imru was good, then you should be able to, then the base in Biyushalayim should be able to appoint someone else. Okay, so that becomes a very restrictive ruling, at least by a get, right, that everything has to be heard directly from the husband, if we pass him like Rebiosi. So now the Gemara continues. Um, Gufa. Amr Lishnaim. Now we're going to get to see about this Lotasa came to Israel and what that was about. Amr Lishnaim. Imu Lusofa V'yichtav L'Ploni Ploni V'yichtamu. Amr Avun Amarav. Kashav Lotasa Zos B'Yisrael. So to appoint someone to... Uh, 
she's, now this is very strange because it's saying kosher would now sounds like Omer Imru is okay so maybe we're only possibly like Rabbi Yossi that Mili is no good alright so very strange here alright so uh, you tell to two people to tell the sofer and to so and so to write so everything you, 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 you assign not in people's presence um, so he says that's good Velotas is of Israel. so why not if it's kosher am I Velotas is of Israel. Why should you not do this? So, I'm Ah, here's the reason. Nothing to do with any of those issues we raised before about perverting the message. The concern is if, if, if you have two witnesses and coming and saying, the husband told us that you should write a get and you should sign the get for the wife, so maybe, maybe they're lying, right? Maybe the woman hired these witnesses to get to do this. Now, that, by the way, explains why you have to tell two people. Why don't you just tell one person? Tell the sofa, tell the witness and so on because that and certainly we'd be afraid how could the witnesses trust that this is what the husband actually said but even if it's two witnesses reporting it we're afraid the sofa should meaning so we're not saying the husband shouldn't say this Lotasa came to Israel means the sofa and the Adim shouldn't accept the agency I am not going to trust essentially it's a type of an Omer Imru problem going back to you Jonathan not, not on a prince not on a like an Iker Hadin that it's not valid but on a concern about whether I'm really getting the real information Information. On principle, you should not listen to this person who's appointing you because maybe they're really not representing the husband. Okay? That's why Lotasa came to Israel. Because we're afraid that she's hired witnesses. So the Gemara says, Umi Chayshina, are we really afraid of this? If witnesses are signed on a bill of sale or on a get, they were not, they're, they're not, there's no concern. I mean, that, well, we're going to be concerned. How about every get? Maybe it was forged. So the Gemara says, no. No, no. People won't sign a document. They won't forge a document and sign it. That they're not going to do. We're not afraid that the woman will hire witnesses or that the witnesses will go along and agree to actually forge a get. That they won't do. But Tibura, Kamri, that they themselves should not be personally implicated, they just pass on the message, right? And then they're not going to directly be involved in the writing and the giving of the get. That, you might find two people that are willing to get be bribed and are willing to do that. Okay? So that's a reasonable concern that the woman hired these people. They're not implicating themselves by signing the get they're just telling somebody else to do it so therefore we shouldn't listen to them because maybe the husband did not really tell them so now the Gemara says we mean the last right the sofer and the witnesses should not should, should not accept an appointment that's not directly from the husband it's an Omer Imru problem but not for the Omer Imru reasons not because it wouldn't be binding but because it might not be genuine okay responsibility is on the last person exactly exactly because if the woman has hired these witnesses then, uh, that's going to be that's going to be happening. Okay, so the Gemara says like this: um, uh, How about if the witnesses say we're going to sign, and but we're just telling the sofa to write it? So now you've just told me that there's no concern that the woman hired these witnesses because they're saying we're told by the husband we're we're prepared to put our name to it. We're going to sign. We're only asking you to be the one to write it. So. Rav Chizam or Kasher, fine, that's okay. I'm um, sorry, excuse me. Kasher below Tasa, even that you shouldn't do. And here the only reason is 
you know, Gzera this will lead to that. There's no real reason you shouldn't do this, but if you allow this, then we're going to wind up allowing the other case. So it winds up being that in practice, if you say Kashavalotase by both of these, in practice, we sort of at least Paskin, Omer Imr is no good for other reasons. Because you're not, it's no good, but you shouldn't follow Omer Imru because you, you, it might not be, it might lead to not getting the real message from the husband. Okay, Rabbi Barbarfuna Amar, no, that is Kasha Batasa. As long as the witnesses are signing themselves, the sofa can go along and, and, and write it. Rabbi Nachman Amar Kasha Velotasa, Rabbi Sheshach Amar Kasha Velotasa, Rabbi Amar Kasha Velotasa, Rabbi Yosef Amar Kasha Velotasa, so everybody has a different vote on this. Okay, the Ika Da'afiklu, and some reverse what Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef said. Okay, although, do you even remember what Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef said? I read it so quickly. Okay, anyway, so it's really fascinating. We possibly like Rabbi Yosef, but it sounds like we don't fully possibly like Rabbi Yosef. It sounds like we only pass in Mililo Minsurin Lishliach that we don't pass because remember by the way you know anyway it sounds like remember when Shmuel said Halacha to Reb Yossi the Mililo Minsurin Lishliach right Shmuel himself really split the Psach he did not go Reb Yossi fully Shmuel said Omer Imr is okay so it's, and that's the end of the Gemara as well Omer Imr is okay you can appoint the Shaliach Shilo Befanov and have somebody report to that person however Lotasa came that you shouldn't be doing that because we're afraid that they might not not really be hearing it from the husband. Okay, so that's, but technically that is okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, not necessarily, especially when it comes down in pairs like okay. this. Yeah. Okay. Now, the last part of the Mishnah, you tell 10 people, write it. So if you didn't say kulchem, it means it means from among you. So some of you need to write it and give it. If you said kulchem, means you all have to be involved. Tanu Rabbanan, Amalas Arkisu get a tunu yishi. Echad kosev ayidei kulam. And one person just writes on behalf of them, which basically means just one person has to write. They don't all have to write. Kulchem ksovu, all of you write it. Echad kosev b'ma'amad kulam. So how are you going to get everybody to write it? So it means everybody is present and one person. It's sort of like a shaliach tibor. You know, you know where he. It's like the whole. Tzibor is praying that's the way Rav explains such a beautiful explanation he says the difference between Tzilas Lachash Beminyan and Chazar Shashat is that Tzilas Lachash is Tzila B'Tzibor everybody's davening as individuals in the presence of a Tzibor and the repetition of the Shemona Esrei is Tzilat HaTzibor the whole community is, pro- is davening as one unit through the, through the mouthpiece of the Shaliach Tzibor he's representing the entire unit of the congregation so that's why if you have everybody standing there and one person is writing it that's like we're all writing it. Okay, so that satisfies all writing it. Echad kosev b'ma'amad kulam. Halichu get li'ishti, bring a get to my wife. Echad molich, echad molich, ayyadei kulam, one brings it for all of them, meaning it means one of you guys bring it. Kulchem halichu, all of you bring the get. Echad molich b'ma'amad kulam. They all have to get on the plane together, they all have to, right, one brings it, in, now I don't know what that means, every step of the way, they all have to be there. Can a guy take a little bit of a break and do some sightseeing and catch up with the group a little later on. I mean, I'm serious. Like, what, at what stage, you know, does every step have to be, that's another question, by the way, that's really the Rishonim ask, which is, can you send a get in the mail? When you make a shaliach leholacha, is it really the conveying of the get that's the shalichos? Or really it's the end stage. It's just the giving of the get that's the shalichos. It doesn't matter how it physically gets to the right place. Right? So, anyway, so presumably that more means one gives it in everybody's presence. Um, okay. Kulamu now, they raise a question. If he said, 
says, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, give a get to my wife. So what do we say the counting means? Does it mean all of you? It doesn't mean from among you. Okay? Now here you see, by the way, according to the Gemara, it's not us or to count people. Okay, maybe it means you did Okay, That does not count, like you said, all of you. It means any of you. Roma Amar, I don't know if that's Rome, says, No, when you count them, it's like you mean everybody I counted has to do it. I'm a Rav Papa, they don't debate. The difference is, did you count everybody in the room, or did you only count some people in the room? Now, which way does it go? So there's a debate. Some say if you count everybody, that more means everyone do it. Whereas if you counted some, it just means, yeah, some of you do it, whatever. And some say the reverse. If you counted some, then you're, then you're focusing on a subgroup. So if you only counted half the people in the room, it means you that I've counted, I want all of you to do it. Whereas if I count all of them, I just somehow mean from among you do it. It's hard to exactly understand the argument either way. But anyway, okay, so whether counting means everyone or from among you could make a difference if you counted everyone or counted some, but you could argue that either way. Um, now, you're already singling out people. If you're singling out, you're doing it intentionally. But do you mean from among the five I've counted? From you five, see that again is given to my wife? Or do I mean all of you five? Right? So that's the question. And if, which one more would indicate I mean everybody? Alright, so now the Gemara ends. Uh... Asking Rabbi Yehuda Begita to Kulchem, the Rabbi Yehuda made a takana that when a husband wants to say Kulchem, that they should know that there's a particular Nusach. And he wanted to make the Nusach a way in which uh, it would not lead to the problems, basically to make it not mean Kulchem. So here's the Nusach you should say when you're doing a Kulchem. Ksovu, O Kulchem. O Kulchem, O Kochad Vachad Minchem. You guys, write the get. I don't care if it's everyone or if it's any one of you. Ksomu, sign it. O Kulchem, either all of you, O Kochav Vachad or any two of you. Ovilu, bring it. So have the husband explicitly say either all or everyone so we don't have to worry that everyone wasn't there. Uh, because obviously if you say kuchem, it's making it much harder to do. That's not a good way to say it. Don't say, write again, all of you or any one of you. Why start with the all of you? The all of you is the problem. He'll just say all of you and he won't finish the end of the sentence. And it'll become puzzle. El Here's what you say. Basically, just establish a text that doesn't even acknowledge the idea of Kochem. Write it, any one of you. Any two of you. So basically, teach people a text that doesn't lead to saying Kochem, because Kochem is just asking for trouble. Okay, Hadanalach Omer. All right.